Welcome, everybody. It's another episode of For Your Run. As per usual, my name, it's still Sean. I've got Blair. Blair. Still Blair. Yeah, I'm still here. You're still Blair? (laughs) I'm still Blair, still here, still ready to go. (laughs) An attempt. We're attempted ready to go. No, always. Always at the ready. I continue to remind myself almost every time that I am listening to us. I remind myself that we're just constantly like two koalas hanging on the side, just holding on for dear life. No, no, we're doing it. We're doing a really good job. And I love that you listen to us. I don't know if anyone else out there dislikes their own voice as much as I might. Hi, it's but me. <laughs> when I, I listen listening. to myself and I hear the things I say, I'm like, but why? Why did I say that? It's a great question. So full disclosure, now that we are into a few episodes Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. I'm going to release something that was really, really funny that my wife and I (laughs) thought was really, really funny when we talked to Kaylee and that, and everyone, if you want to go back and hear it for the rest of your life through the entire Kaylee interview, my brain apparently got transfixed on one phrase, which was... I'm curious. I said it, I think, a dozen times to Kaylee. You know what? We're making that a game now. We all have to go back and I'm listen curious. to the episode, and we're going to have to do some kind of pool We're going to have to count them out. Yeah, about yeah. how many times you said, I'm curious. Because as we listened to it, my wife started looking at me going, are you, though? Are, are you I'm, curious? I'm wondering. <laughs> You're Sean. not anymore because you've mm. asked your questions. No longer curious. But to those of you who listened to last week's episode with Man on Fire, Bobby, and are curious. That's right. Guess what? I am crushing the smoothie game. Crushing it, everyone. Crushing it. Dare I say it without running the risk of being sued? The smoothie king. Yes, I know. That's like, is there like a sound that we could do? Because not only is your last name King and now you're crushing the smoothie game. Like, I, I mean, really, we should it's get a, you a crown. Uh, hey. <laughs> do they give Bur- them out at Smoothie King on birthdays? Do you know how Burger King? Ooh, I was you- going there. I was I know, going there. Right? <laughs> hey, my 10th grade science teacher would yes. give everyone nicknames. Uh-huh. He was too lazy to remember real names. So my oh. name for an entire year of high school was in fact... Burger King. I think that's a that's a really great nickname. Mm-hmm. I had nicknames mm-hmm. as well, and I think they are terrible. So I'm not <laughs> sharing them. <laughs> not oh. sharing what my nicknames were. Um, okay, okay. But they I were can, bad. <laughs> I respect it. Not nearly as elegant as the Burger no, King. No, no, no. So fun fact, mm-hmm. my maiden name was Hart. Okay. And my married name is Harder. So I changed so, it by two letters. You you took a noun and made it a verb. Yep. But basically. do you know what, when you're a small child, a word that rhymes with heart? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. you know, that happened a lot. Right. And I was not Blair Hart. I was... Mm. Mm. Hello. Blair Fart. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blair... 
Don't worry, because I was the really, really tall kid that stuck out like a sore thumb to everybody. So yeah. we just, you know, just we two, were really awkward. <laughs> two lost souls who were just totally hammered through through at least elementary school. And clearly no longer awkward, right? <laughs> the awkwardness has totally left us. <laughs> to everyone listening, mm -hmm. thank goodness you're listening to two incredibly normal well-structured very, very well socialized humans <laughs> <laughs> oh that thick skin that's why we're here we've developed right. it we're ready and guess what we're ready to talk to today's guest and i will tell you first name not regan not regan as everyone we'll discover reagan yep. it's reagan reagan mm -hmm. not re and, but uh, reagan that's a my bad Full That's discord. okay. We're we learned again. We're all about learning. <laughs> we're and adaptive. We learned that it's Reagan, and she's yeah. amazing. You guys, she amazing. Is. We had a pretty fantastic talk. We did. Just about she she's really uh, she's taken some things by the reins here in her life, and mm -hmm. she has done some awesome things. And uh, we're gonna talk about. You know, as we talk about with nearly everybody seemingly now, 2020 running, because, you know, we were all there. It happened. It, well, yes. And it was very impactful and it, it has affected everyone in different ways. And there's good stories to come from that time in our life. It That's was a true. very monumental, pivotal time. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's got all sorts of incredibly inspiring stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, put all of your... Uh, you know, inspiration, ears on, yes. get ready, yes. lace the shoes up. We're going to take you out on your run. You're going to be refueled with all those positive vibes. We're not going to, you know, talk about the Burger Kings and the... No, we're not. You know, we are going to talk about our favorite beverage. <laughs> we are going to talk. We are going to talk. And I can't beverage. wait to hear what everybody thinks after got, but we are going to talk about our favorite beverage i like that we're just turning so much of what we talk about into game shows at this point <laughs> well i really like games don't you it's, like games I everyone love, likes games love games mm -hmm. yeah so all right everybody get ready lace them up get moving we're here for your run let's get into another episode let's go It's uh, I I was just joking because uh, all day here until seven minutes ago, <laughs> there has been beep beep because someone is doing like construction, a whole yard rehaul. No, oh, no. <laughs> and that would so have been a great is, background noise. <laughs> this entire this entire day has been me just being like, will the beeping end in time, or will this be a really valiant effort for anyone listening to this one can you can you hang in through the beeps it's gonna be how many beeps have you counted you could use it like a metronome you know how people talk about using a metronome for cadence that's your cadence right oh well hey regan how's everything going good good how are you oh you know just hanging in it's uh i think the usual just trying to get the week wrapped up and uh yeah, it 
in traditional fashion, I'm, I'm really struggling, especially through COVID to remember when Friday is coming and, uh, <laughs> it's tomorrow. I promise. Is it tomorrow? Sometimes I feel like it should be earlier. <laughs> I mean, I wish it was earlier. I was wishing for Friday on Monday. Like <laughs> I had to do continuing education Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So like by Monday, it had already messed me up. I was like, today's definitely Tuesday by now, right? <laughs> and it was oh, not. Man, no days off. No, no. I just love to learn. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> somebody, somebody on IG, I think it was Monday said, uh, today's my Friday. And I was like, please let it actually be Friday. And I was like, wait, <laughs> no, it was just Sunday. We're literally coming off of Friday. I was like, oh man, I really got to pull it together. Got to get the bootstraps pulled up and hang in through this week. I oh, was in the man. restaurant business for like 12 years. So, oh, so you didn't oh, have like, like days off that oh made any God, sense. Yeah. <laughs> Monday was like my day off. So, but it's still so nice to be like, thank God it's Friday. <laughs> yeah. 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 It has a nice ring to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I do not miss, I do not miss restaurant days. I mean, I only did it when I was, uh, like late high school, early college, but yeah, I, I like this stance that most of the restaurant industry has decided that on Mondays, we're not, we're not here for you unless you're like the fast food industry, but like pretty much yeah. restaurants are like, <laughs> no Monday, you got to figure it out. You <laughs> provide your own food for Monday. Monday was my favorite day. <laughs> oh, for sure. We are very big Chick-fil-A fans in this house. So oh, it's nice. like a priority to remember not to go on Sunday. <laughs> you always want it on Sunday. I do. I really guilty. want it on Sunday. But Super like, guilty. Yeah. yeah. But I'm the, I have two boys. And so I'm, they're always like, can we get Chick-fil-A? I'm like, yes, but it has to be Saturday. You can have it on Saturday. <laughs> Otherwise I go and I'm like, no, how about Chipotle? <laughs> Some days I swear they, they, they tuck little subliminal messaging in of like, you'll want us on Sunday. And no, we're great. Not going to happen. Yeah. It, it's so often that we're also like getting done with a long run or on the way home and trying to figure out lunch or something. And we're like, Chick-fil, no. no. <laughs> That's what Sunday no. is. Oh, I like your Sunday. drink of choice. Oh, yeah. So limoncello. Have you had the limoncello? Yeah. One? This oh, one's my favorite. Passion What's that one? Passion fruit. Passion yeah. Fruit? I'm yeah. slightly obsessed. And recently, this is not an ad at Publix. It was buy two, get one free. <laughs> and I was like, we don't have, we'll have all of them. Yeah. That's our like grocery shopping. That's a great deal though. They're expensive. It, see? And so now I have a plethora of so, <laughs> LaCroix. <laughs> I was about to ask, are you LaCroix or LaCroix? Because I get La it. I don't know. Do I say it wrong? I'm, I don't I know. I'm sure I, I say know. it wrong then. I'm not fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. You, do you drink it with your pinky elevated? I mean, That's I could try. Point. Let's see. <laughs> no. no, that Lassie. feels weird. That feels weird. No, I can't no. <laughs> no, I can't do I, it. I have this thing since I was like five and every mm -hmm. time someone new meets me, they're like, you classy, classy son of a, cause my pinky just come, it comes out. I just on bring all drinks, all pretty beverages. Much. If, if I'm see. holding something, I'm pretty much always. <laughs> Hello. Would you like some tea governor? Booyah. <laughs> I love um, tea. <laughs> I, I am. I'm not a lacroix or a LaCroix or whatever it is. Why I am a. Lacroix? I don't know. It's an I, O I X sound. 
running community, please help. get to the bottom of this. Is we this have LaCroix? it's an incredibly <laughs> urgent issue, so please help Does us all out. Does anyone else like Lacroix as much as Regan and I do? <laughs> we need to get to the bottom of this. I can't wait for your episode to come out, Regan, and all we're getting is inundated with people's stories fighting valiantly <laughs> over the pronunciation. Or their favorite flavors. I think if you could manage to make a cute graphic with LaCroix in the background with Regan, <laughs> maybe okay. when she's running, gonna... you just like Photoshop her holding. Here we go. Passion fruit right is her favorite that. flavor. <laughs> I literally drink it every day. So the fact that we're talking about this right so if now, you could, is just if ridiculous. you could do that, that would be very cool. <laughs> I'm going to work on it. I, I, I have a couple. It. I, I believe in you. I, uh, you know, graphic designer. Come on. <laughs> so when I was my first year of my real job out of college, I made a relatively probably not smart decision. I worked for a newspaper and it was Easter. And I needed to make a graphic for this new entertainment website that we had built. And have you guys ever seen like Dogma or Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Are you familiar with this I've stuff I've heard of all? these movie titles, okay. but I have not observed them with my eyes. <laughs> okay. I'm one of those people that has never seen the movie that you asked, yeah. have you seen? Oh, really? Okay. That it's sounds okay. yeah. get into that next. I <laughs> know. Uh, there is, uh, there's a character in these movies called... Um, buddy christ and then it's I like no it's like no. a positive jesus <laughs> i need him in my life <laughs> it's just like this statue of jesus with a big grin giving two thumbs up uh-huh okay i feel like i know I, that i found this and i was like i can i can work with this and i put it up and <laughs> thought did great job happy happy easter everyone and went to lunch and came back and was promptly like summoned upon entering the building again of like, you need to take down buddy. Christ I'm sure you right needed now. to take that down. I can see so, why that. Uh, it didn't, wasn't well received within mm -hmm. the heavily Catholic community mm -hmm. of which I was surrounded by. Mm -hmm. So, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry to those now. <laughs> Still sorry. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was my moment. This is my moment. How many years later? Oh, too, too long, too long. Anyways. <laughs> Now that we've gotten the important stuff out of the way, <laughs> this is <here>. important stuff. <laughs> I know Jesus and Lacroix. This is where I we're mean, at. Is there anything else to talk about? No. <laughs> they are kind of buzzworthy. So, uh... <laughs> oh, well. So I've been I've been super excited to talk to you, Regan. I'm going to hit another pronunciation question. Is it Reagan or Regan? Reagan. Reagan. Oh, ah! Sean, you didn't clarify that prior to the conversation. <laughs> Listen, I, I just was like, I have a couple of friends that are Regan. I have a couple that are Reagan. <laughs> and I think I'm going to land in the right place. Didn't happen. Mm -mm. So LaCroix, we're all here. It's all. <laughs> We're all, all right. hanging on. I'm always Brooke or Blake or Blaine. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. So <laughs> I'm obviously okay. Reagan, we're gonna call you Reagan. your name. Reagan. We'll, we'll try <laughs> it. Just Reagan. We're gonna now say it so much that you're gonna be like, I want to change it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Reagan. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, 2020. I know this has been. This has been. You know, I, I laugh because I'm always like, 
I don't want to keep just circling the wagon on 2020, but it was kind of a, a different year for everybody and a different year in running, a different year in mental processing. And I know that you seem to have your wits about you. So kudos to Thank your you. IG posts are traditionally very positive, filled with fantastic quotes, filled with wonderful yoga poses and all of that, to which I am supremely <laughs> I envious of. I haven't done that of. one in a while. Well, I have to get back to that. Look out, everybody. <laughs> the yoga poses are making a comeback. How I got how too did, focused uh, on running. Uh, I think we're all guilty of that a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> you always have that like one thing, you know? Yeah. It's hard to do for a while. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to do all the things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, um, Blair is getting to know the Sean that is seemingly very one tracked is every time we talk to somebody, I'm like, this is the thing I'm not doing. And then I try to parse as much information from the wonderful people we speak to about how I can adapt and overcome all of the deficiencies in my life. <laughs> um, He's so only basically, saying that because last week we, we talked about his diet. So now we're going to talk about how he can incorporate yoga. <laughs> so this is, this is not the end goal here, Reagan. No, it's not. But, but... <laughs> I seem to keep finding people who are doing the things that I think I should really do a better job because I got, I did a 30 day of yoga to start the year, new year, new Sean. You did do that. I remember you doing that. I did. And, um, and then what know, happened? Flexibility was only a short 10 or 15 years away for me. And, uh, <laughs> right. I, I couldn't hang in, but how, how did 2020 kind of, you know, and into this year, you've had a lot of stuff going on. How did you balance those things? How did you kind of stay positive, stay in a healthy frame of mind? How did all of that go for you? So I don't think I really had a choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> in March, I got furloughed from work and I was home pretty much all the time with nothing to do. <laughs> Yeah. And that's kind of when I, I was doing more yoga, definitely. But I think that that's kind of when running like really started for me. Like I've run for years on and off, but never really like consistently, you know, and it was like the only time I could get out of the house. I don't have a treadmill or anything. Um, so like, it was kind of like my escape, you know, mm -hmm. and it just started like, you know, every other day, every couple of days. And then actually I started, I did the run streak in May. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yep. Um, oh. Last May. Yeah. <laughs> and during that whole thing, like, then I wound up being like, maybe I'll get a coach, like see what happens. And I wound up getting a coach and starting with her in June. And it kind of just, I think getting the coach, like helped me stay accountable, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. So that was like a, that was a big thing for me. Cause I was really on the fence about it. Like, is it worth it money-wise? Is this something that I really want to do? But I don't know. It just, it just really helped me through being when I was home and all. I went back to work in July, so I wasn't home for that long. Okay. But it was kind of like my escape, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and kudos to taking the investment in the run coach thing. I think it's really... Um, I, I admittedly struggle with, you know, sometimes you have to put investments in yourself and it seems like a difficult thing to, uh, you know, justify at the time, but that's really awesome that you were able to 
get into that. And um, accountability is obviously difficult and give in certain circumstances. So yeah, that, that's been a really interesting talking point through everyone that I've talked to, whether it's on the podcast or just friends out in the running community too, of just um, running kind of ended up being a really fascinating backbone for so many people through COVID. And yeah, that's, that's really awesome that running was a happy landing point for you through all of that. Um, how... I'm not quite entirely sure how to phrase you. You do a really good job of kind of self reminding yourself and then in a roundabout way, reminding other people to stay positive and find the good. Is that something that has only grown through running or what kind of mental muscles have you worked to kind of make that a, a, a thing for you? Um, I think that actually it's funny because Instagram has been like, kind of like a saving grace for me in a way, even before running, like once I got sober, um, that's kind of like where I found a community of people and not saying like become friends with all these people, but really like follow all these different accounts. And so you kind of like see that you're not alone, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's like, Instagram gets such a bad rap sometimes. But you get to see that you're not alone, that people are feeling the same way that you're feeling, you know, like you could have a crappy day and people are talking about how they have a crappy day. And then sometimes I feel like I should probably like put on Instagram more than I'm having a crappy day. That's something that I don't really do that often. But I also want people to be like happy and like see that other people can take things that went wrong in their life and you know, turn it into something good, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that it's kind of like come full circle. Like I got all these positive things from Instagram and I kind of like wanted to put it back into the world to more like positivity. So I don't know if that really answered your question exactly, but no, <laughs> I, I think it did. Yeah. 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 I think it, IG, I think tends to be like a recycling center for positive vibes. Like some days you don't have them and other yeah. people are there to pick yeah. you up. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that that's kind of what IG was for me when I started running. I, I started running like three and a half years ago. Uh, and I was kind of just doing it for myself. Uh, it was something I wanted to do to kind of, you know, get a better hold, be a more accountable person to myself. I hadn't done a lot of things for myself and running was kind of this thing of like own up and find, you know, the thing you want to do with your life. And it was going well. And I had just been running myself for a couple months and then I got on IG and there's all these people just, you know, pouring positivity and pouring inspiration kind of into everything you're doing. And do you have any trouble with uh, seeing what other runners are doing and wanting to ascend the mountain? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's like, you could look at it both ways, right? Because you see all these like elite runners that are running five minute miles and you're like, I'm never going to be like them. But then you see these people that are showing up every day that are running 12 minute miles and putting it out there and like still, and like, those are the people that you connect with, you know, like, 
that's what makes it so great. It doesn't matter if you're running a five minute mile or a 12 minute mile, you're running a mile and like just the endorphins and the dopamine and the serotonin and all that stuff that you get from running. It's just like, there's just so many positive vibes to it. And I feel like that's why it's such like a great, like community on Instagram, especially just that's, that's what I had in 2020. You know, I didn't really have real life running buddies. Yeah. Because you couldn't really run with anyone. (laughs) No, 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 (laughs) you didn't. No, it didn't. And that's where Blair picked me and a bunch of other people up to become her, (laughs) her, her best Peloton uh, running buddies. I really am just needy. <laughs> really just want people to also hold me accountable. So I feel like if I don't want to run four miles and they don't want to run four miles, we can all not run four miles together on an app. <laughs> I five each other on the way. <laughs> like that's kind I of haven't hard. gotten the Peloton yet, but okay, I well, like you call. No, you don't. I don't have the Peloton. I wish oh. I was that fancy. I just have the app. Like he's fancy. Yeah. I don't know where he is on your grid, but like I, he, he's the Brady fancy. Bunch. Yeah. So he has the actual Peloton. Um, I, I have a used treadmill in the garage. <laughs> yeah. I don't so I just take the iPad. Yeah. I had, and we didn't for the longest time. And I only got it because I'm home with my kids a lot. And so they're seven and 11 and I cannot convince them to go out on <laughs> bicycle slash runs with me anymore. And I was like, if I don't find something, someone will be hurt and it might be me. <laughs> it might be you. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I'll just take the iPad and just hook it up to my Bluetooth. And then I just tell everyone, but not, a, not an ad, but I think it's like free for a trial. So you should try it too. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think I downloaded it in the beginning of the pandemic yeah. and did like some yoga classes. Yeah, they have and great yoga. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Again, not, that I'm not sponsored by Peloton, <laughs> even though I really want to be but like, Hey, I hey Peloton. All- I know. Are you listening? Peloton. I would really like to be an instructor slash <laughs> <laughs> like member of your community that will have everyone being part of it. Like it's just my favorite. <laughs> well, and uh, so full, like admittedly, I was incredibly anti-treadmill Blair this might come as a huge shock to you uh (laughs) I was massively anti-treadmill even the first I think year and a half of getting back to running when I was in my 20s I would get on a treadmill sometimes and I it would just like um there would be the fear of like are you gonna fall and break your face I still have that Um, fear like I still have it (laughs) well yeah I think I ran on the treadmill like (laughs) once in my life well and I have these great big ostrich legs. So sometimes I would, my running form obviously wasn't good because I didn't know what I was doing. So I would do that thing where my foot would land but not be going backwards yet. So the treadmill would do like that stop urch thing and you would feel like you were maybe gonna like break the whole thing. I had all kinds of problems with it, but thankfully my wife did convert me and she insisted we get a treadmill and I wasn't totally drinking the Kool-Aid yet, but slowly but surely I have come around. Um, I did want to circle back to something you said earlier that I think is a really important thing too. I, you had talked about like, you know, everyone has their own speed and respecting their own speed. And I, I had recently heard one of the, an elite was on a podcast, you know, an an elite runner, the super, um, we're all elite runners. We are. That's what my coach told me. Oh, I like that. And she can tell me that too. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, and uh, Kaylee often has said too the super awesome thing of like, if you're a runner, you're an athlete. And that's a soup. Like, I don't know why, but the first time Kaylee put that on Instagram too, I was like, I, I am an athlete. I don't know why it took me, you know, um, but an elite said that, you know, it was kind of funny the way that he looked at those people that are doing the 11, 11, 30 paces in a marathon. He was like, I run a marathon in two hours. That's two hours on my feet. Yes. Those people mm -hmm. are running six hours. Right. Crazy. Yeah. And it's a long time to like, run. That is a, that is a whole different level of athleticism. I might be the person that can run a marathon in a four forty-five split, but the people that are six hours like that, that is a whole different level of athleticism that, that needs. Yes. And I thought that that was such a wonderful thing for, you know, someone that is just flying seemingly down the road to remind other people of, no, you're actually a total badass because yeah. like you said, you have the grit to stick with it and to fight through it. I, I, I thought that was so fantastic for someone of that stature to, to make that claim too. Um, I also know that in 2020, you got a pretty awesome half marathon kind of PR here. You, you knocked 10 minutes off over what, about six months on a half marathon. Well, yeah. And the crazy thing is, um, so my PR for the half marathon was from 2015 when I wasn't really even running that much. I kind of was like dabbling in it. I got like a two hour and one minute. And then before everything shut down, I ran a half marathon and didn't really train that much. And it was, I ran it in like two hours and 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Right. And then starting in 2020, I ran it in two hours and I forget what it was, but it was like two or three, I think. And then working with the coach for a few months. And then I was, I got down to 153. And it was like crazy to see that like just a few months of consistency yeah. can like, like create a whole new runner, you mm -hmm. know, like, right. Yeah. And I wasn't doing anything crazy. I mean, I was running five days a week, mostly slow paces, like not, you know, following the plan that my coach gave me. But if you stick to what you're, what you're doing, I mean, you'll get res results no matter what. It's crazy. Yeah. I think that's a very important piece that people need to remember, you know, like it's not about the pace, it's about your consistency, you know, and the fact that you just kind of show up and take those easy runs easy that which is pay hard off. to do. It's so hard. You know? I'm so Holy. bad at it. So bad at it. This is the only thing in running and I'm sure that, okay, Blair, I'm sure there's other things, <laughs> but there's literally I think this is the only thing that I have to offer back to Blair in running. <laughs> Blair I'm so is bad at it. Yeah. Blair is always hitting me with everything else because mm -hmm. I, I'm, bad. I'm yeah. not awesome, but the easy runs for Blair are definitely, we're going to, we're going to slow you down this I year. Know, Blair. But so, I know Reagan didn't come on to talk about my easy pace runs, but like <laughs> my body hurts. If I, do you know what I mean? Like, I know I you're supposed it. to I slow down more, but like it actually becomes more painful for me to do it. It's not like, I don't, I don't enjoy any of it. Um, so yeah, I still have to figure that piece out, but like my, my feet hurt, my ankles hurt, my calves will tighten. So that's why it's just not been, I am slower than I could be, <laughs> but it's just very painful for me to go in that range that I'm expected to go in.
do you find reagan that your form changes from easy run to pace run or or is it generally feel the same for you um i feel like when i'm running slower i have more time to think about my form so i feel like it's better but when i run sure. faster i'm not thinking about it as much although i do think about like picking my feet up more when i'm running faster because mm -hmm. i feel like that makes <laughs> me run faster mm -hmm. so yeah. I, I it goes both ways you know yeah i definitely feel like i have a better form when i'm running slower well, and I have to be honest, that was the other reason I got the treadmill too, was because it made me slow down. Like as far as yeah. like when I do my easy pace runs outside, I feel like I'm slower, but I'm according to my watch, not, <laughs> but I know on the treadmill. Just blame the watch. I'm, I know yeah. that's true. Yeah. Like, so I felt like on effort, I was sometimes like on my easy runs, you know, again, quotation marks yeah. when I look at like your zones and I'm like, if I'm, if my heart rate's in like a zone three, I feel like I accomplished it. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of works, <laughs> but yeah, I knew at least if I had the treadmill, if I just put it on like, you know, 5.7, I know that's slower. So <laughs> it it's okay. Fine. It's yeah. totally fine. <laughs> I, I admittedly, some days my heart rate doesn't want to cooperate with my attempted easy pace. Yeah, and then true. I feel like that scene in Forrest Gump when all the metal falls off his body. I'm like, I'm running faster right now. Um, if the heart's not going to cooperate, then we're just going to run really fast. And uh, so there is a patience part too that I think yeah. needs a little bit of work. That's very true. Very true. Oh. I also switch what I listen to when I'm doing different easy run. kinds of yeah. runs. So like when easy runs, I'll listen to a podcast mm -hmm. or an audio book. Mm -hmm. but like Absolutely. speed runs i'll either listen to the nike the nike running app has some cool like um guided runs uh -huh. or, oh yeah, or, yeah. Or you could like listen to music in the background and i'll do something like that with like music to like pump me up so i think that that kind of changes your view on the run too definitely yeah i agree with you i know not to pick certain songs if i'm supposed to be going right. slower <laughs> i really you know, like music up. yeah no i really like music so if there's like you know, my favorite pop songs are coming on. I'm not going slow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What is your go-to if you want to really try to set everything Crush on your fire? Speed workout. <laughs> oh my God. It's like old school Eminem, lose yourself. Perfect. That's <laughs> so that is perfect. the best choice. God. And I'm a big ever. fan of um, Michael Franti, which is not like really pump up music. It's kind of like yeah. poppy, like, yeah. but like, I just love him. So I'll put him on too. That's just funny. like something that I can sing along to, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I do sing along to Lose Yourself. I oh, yes, you should. Oh, yeah. You should. <laughs> yeah. It's almost a crime if you don't. <laughs> yeah, I think there should be like Eminem police that come if you're not. <laughs> you, you were listening and you weren't lip syncing. <laughs> oh, that's. Or like yeah. Papa Roach, Scars. I don't know. There's something about that song. That song. Yeah. That's a good one too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, random. No, no. I have like Fallout Boy on some of it. Yeah. I have Limp Biscuit. <laughs> There's actually a Carly Ray Jepsen song that I love called Cut to the Feeling. Ooh, I'm gonna yeah. have I always need new music, so I'm gonna have to put that one on there. <laughs> of all I'm, people I know, but that's okay. It I you know, it's I'm the music from Eminem to that. I'm gonna put Eminem first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Carly yeah. Ray. And then I'll put Limp Biscuit and it'll be a great perfect. 
<laughs> Sounds like a great sandwich. Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> I definitely got me, think so. You've Are got you me revisiting. <laughs> no, I'm revisiting oh. my, uh, I made a playlist for when I ran the Chicago marathon in 2019. And now I'm scrolling through it and all of the hilarity of like, you go from the randomness, like, the Commodores. I've got the Commodores nice. on there. <laughs> Um, but then I've got good Charlotte. Then I've got some Tay Tay, Tay Swift. I've got oh Empire goodness. Weekend. It's just all over the place. There's a random yeah. Travis Tritt sighting in here. Like, I don't even listen to country music, but he's just in <laughs> I there. was like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> no, no. Um, Smash Mouth. We're going. Okay. You know, well, okay. that's good, but not after Travis. What's his name? And Tay uh, right. or whatever. <laughs> It's Taylor Swift, but we call it Tay Tay. I'm sorry that I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. So That's okay. Me, but I'm not, not no, against it, but she's just not on my run list. <laughs> no. I'm with you, Blair. Sorry. Yeah. I'd, I'll listen to her like for some, you know, quiet time. I'm very, but I, very, very personally offended right offended now. Right I'm now. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about like Celine Dion, Britney Spears, or Whitney Houston again? Maybe you'll feel better. <laughs> I'm in. Blair, you know, sign me up. You say Celine Dion and it's on. That's John and I's favorite song. <laughs> I drove all night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That has to go on the playlist. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has to. Yeah. The only way to get faster. <laughs> and it's one of those things too, where I, I genuinely am like, if someone got a hold of my Chicago playlist and were like, who is this person? They'd be like, I don't know. Oh, like what? if we were supposed to guess what you were like as a human in life? Yeah, they'd be like, this is a mess. Like, mm-hmm. this is just a disaster. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, mine's like that too. Yeah. Oh, you had goodness. mentioned briefly about your sobriety. I know there's like a, a story there um, that is linked to yeah. some marathon, right? A marathon <laughs> that you ran. You yeah, know, I kind of linked tiny, it myself, you know? Tiny little distance that you did by yourself <laughs> virtually. <laughs> no big deal. When no big like deal. That. Right. Nothing major, but you crushed that. So do oh you want to share a little bit about yes. that part? What an experience. Yes. So, yeah. um, running has kind of been like an outlet in my sobriety too, you know? So mm-hmm. I do dabbled in yoga, but especially during 2020, like when there's nothing else to do and your mind is just, you know, going crazy, like it mm-hmm. definitely helped me stay focused by like going out and running and not wanting to go drink which mm-hmm. nothing good can come of that. Right. But, um, I always wanted to, I like to like, like, I wanted to like do something big to celebrate it. And my first year I didn't, I like took off of work and went to the beach or something. And my second year we were in the pandemic, you know, and I, I joked with some, someone I was, who told me to, I should run a marathon. I'm like, you can't run a marathon. I'd never run a marathon. It's so funny. Cause like <laughs> last year I was like, no, I would never run a marathon. Right. And I started working with the coach and, um, on it, I think I decided in October because in October was when I did the the half marathon, mm-hmm. which was my two and a half years. So like it was kind of like um six months, maybe I can run a marathon. Let's let's just see what happens, you know? Yeah, right. seems, and I wound seems up, perfectly real. Yeah, right, just normal. Like let's yeah. let's go big or go home. Why not? Well, you already ran a half. It's like halfway there, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, this this crazy runner's justification. Yep. Yeah, and also right now like we're not doing as many things, right? My work is slower because not as many people are in the building, you know? So I'm slower at work and I can't really do much. So I was like, this would be the perfect time to, you know, go for it. 
I wound up signing up for an in-person uh, marathon that weekend, the Delaware marathon was supposed to be, and it was actually the day after. So I was just like, that'll be a great, I'll just like celebrate the weekend. And I talked to my coach about it. Like, if it doesn't happen, then maybe I'll just do it by myself. And I was like, it's going to happen. I'm not going to do it by myself. So it got canceled and I was already like in week 13 of marathon training and it might be in June. It's still not even definitely in June. And I was like, I don't want to run how many more long runs, you know, how 18 mile long runs are in like, I was already up to that 18 miles. And I'm like, am I really going to like extend it and run two more 20 miles? So just go big or go home, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) She just calmly was like, so I ran it by myself. (laughs) Now that I'm on the other side of it, it's, it's not as like, yeah. Are like, you, we think it's huge. It's, it's an, a big it's deal to run a marathon by yourself. <laughs> I really, I don't think I could process trying to virtual a full as the first one. So uh, yeah, I mean, and they say too, like once you, and I'm not super subscribing to this, but I've heard in books that when, you know, the, the training, the marathon training plans, they say, once you've done 16, you can, you know, it starts to seem like your body can accomplish 26, but I wasn't super buying that. I did a 22 because I was like, 16 doesn't seem realistic for me. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I, rem- I kind of remember seeing whenever everything shifted to virtual for you and you had already been hammering long runs. So, uh, you know, yeah. that's awesome. The dedication to stick with it. The crazy thing is too, like when you run that 15 mile and that 60 mile and that 18 mile, you're at the end of those miles, you're like, I can't run any more miles. Like you're so right. You really don't think you could do it. And then the next week you run two more miles and you're like, last week I couldn't walk after 16, but I just ran 18. So you don't realize like what your body is truly capable of, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I was very like, I was very nervous the week leading up and I was like, didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. Um, I, but that was another thing about putting it all out there on Instagram. Like, yeah, yeah, if I fail, I fail, but like you get, you get so many people like rooting for you and Mm -hmm. it just like creates this like awesome, like atmosphere. And this is actually a great story. So I, I'm in this um, Facebook group on on Facebook, it's called Running Motivation. There's like thousands of people. I wound up talking to this woman that lives by me. We had never met. We like talked back and forth. Um, she kind of knew my story. She knew the day I was running. I didn't tell her like what time I started. Like she had no idea, but she knew I was running on the boardwalk by my house. Sure. And mile 18 and 19 were horrible. Once I got to 20, I like felt a little better, but you know. I get to mile 23 and she's standing on the edge of the boardwalk with a three balloon, like Aww, cheering me on. That's amazing. I never met this woman in my that's life incredible. before. She didn't know what time I started. I have no idea how long she was there for waiting for me. Um, she like asked where I was going to end. I told her she drove there and gave my fiance a banana, which nobody brought like, <laughs> and which is the first thing I ate when I was done <laughs> and the balloon, like, and seeing her at mile 23 was like, I could do this. Like I'm almost there. I got this. And like, what are the chances that she would be there? Like, it was just, it was great. That was like probably one of the highlights of the run. 
That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a great That's story. Absolutely yep. incredible. And amazing. How I love how things like that work out in mm -hmm. running in so many weird like, what ways. What are the chances? It's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's totally crazy. Uh, when you got to 18, because I, I remember rereading through kind of your recap and you mentioned it a little bit. What what kept pushing you in that moment? Like, wh where did you kind of dig down into to try and to get through that? Ah, uh, it was so hard because like, I never walk when I like, I like walked for a little while and I was like crying yeah. and I was like, what am I doing? I can't do this. You know, I texted my sister. I like took my phone out, which I also never do on a run. Mm -hmm. Text my mm -hmm. sister. I texted my fiance. Like, I don't know if I can do this, you know? And, yeah. and you know, they sent back motivational stuff and I don't, you just like, you may, I made it that far, you know? And it, right. it's so weird because like, I wasn't even, it, I was tired, but it was like my legs. It was just all my legs were just like, I felt like I couldn't do it. But then like, I kept doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I'm still doing it. I'm going way slower than I want to be. But I, there's just something about like, just, and I wanted to have like a mantra or like, be like, oh, I just kept repeating this in my head. But like, yeah. I just like, I did it. I just, just kept going. Like, I don't know. That was your I mantra. Just, <laughs> yeah. Right. Just whether or not you knew it time, at the time. <laughs> whether or not you knew it at the time, that was it. Like, just keep going. One foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Yes. Yeah. Plus I was six miles away from my. <laughs> oh yeah. you had <laughs> That's a motivator there. <laughs> this is my option. I have that. Do you, I mean, I could have called, I could have called him and told them to come pick me up, you know, mm -hmm. but I had gotten that far. Right. Do you, this is genuinely a question I had that weekend when I read that and saw that you were celebrating and I saw that those miles were difficult miles. Do you think that anything as far as what you've learned, what you've overcome, how you've challenged yourself through sobriety had a role in that dedication, do you think? Or is that? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. If I yeah. could, if I could not have a drink for three years, yeah, you know, after drinking for 15 years of my life. Yeah. You know, like all the time. If I could make it three years, I can make it an hour running. Absolutely. You know? Without a doubt. Yeah. I, it's, cra it's crazy to think about because, like, I don't know. It's just so much of my life for so long was focused on mm -hmm. drinking, like, just not even like, just like, getting to the end of the day at five o'clock, having a drink, you know, or mm -hmm. whatever. And when I was in the restaurant business, 2 a.m., whenever it was like, and for some reason, I just thought the drink would make me feel better. And, mm -hmm. you know, it did for a little sure. while, but it was, sure. it was a fleeting, definitely a fleeting moment. And like finishing a marathon is, I mean, it's not like, I still feel good about it. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, Absolutely. that's not a compromise. You get the, the temporary Yes. The temporary fix, you know? Well, and that's, like, that's the forever running happen. joke. Yeah. Is, you know, people will finish a marathon in the first like four minutes of being done. They're like, that was the worst experience of my life. But the second their breath comes back or their legs are back, they're like, so that was really fun. And I think I'm going to do some more of that. 
Um, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna do another one. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> no, fantastic. That was the next at, at mile eighteen, at mile eighteen, never. Not a yet. chance. Not never a chance. Not a chance. Not happening. Worst decision ever. <laughs> yeah. So if it yeah. goes live in June, does that mean you would run it? No, because I already no. I, I signed you used up your registration or okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there you one? Have one? I know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. <laughs> Is no. there one on your list? No, no, not right um, now. I think that uh, I have some. I have some other things in my personal life I want to conquer right now, and then mm-hmm. maybe uh, a year or two down the line, that'll be my my comeback race. We'll say that's yeah. awesome. But I definitely need to do one live. Yes, you for do. Sure. Yeah, for uh, and there's one, yeah. there's pros and cons to it too. Um, I think it was my sister's fiance. He was like, well look at it this way. It's the only marathon you'll ever win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that perspective a but, lot. Then he goes, then he goes, Oh, I mean, you did come in last too, though. <laughs> oh, that's not something like my kids would say. <laughs> you did a great job, but you were last too. <laughs> but I, but I broke the tape, you know, how many that's people really say fun. That. Yeah. That's, right? I love that they did that too. That they were really yeah. there right. to break the tape. Yeah. Yeah. I it mean, was I cool. Think, it was a really cool experience. Yeah. That only adds to the fact that you won way more than you got last because you mm-hmm. broke the tape. So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And no, the, there's, there's a lot of pros to running it virtually too. I mean, I don't know if you would say the pros outweigh the cons, but I chose my route. So it was mostly flat. You know, I started when I wanted to. So I was able to, you know, like go to the bathroom right before I started. Oh, yeah. Click my watch, you know, like not be waiting in a crowd of people for how many minutes before I start. So there was definitely there was definitely some pros to it, you know, Mm -hmm. but I could have used some extra cheering throughout them. Yeah, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember I, ne- I didn't have it in me to tell people, but I, so I ran for the American Cancer Society in Chicago and I was fundraising and asking people to donate. And a couple people that, you know, I worked with or, you know, just in my community that donated, they would talk to me because they had really no concept of what 26.2, they didn't even know what a marathon distance was. What is it? Are you running 10 miles? And I'd go, no, you know, a little further than that. And they'd go, why are you doing and a couple of people said to me, and you know, Chicago's 44,000 people. And they'd be like, someone, someone said, well, what if you won? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I just, I, like I just, that. I just didn't have it in me to be like, okay, so I'm, I'm really not in the running for, for what you're thinking is, um, yeah, I, I don't know why my brain was like, I don't really have the heart to be like, yeah, this is a whole different thing. This is, uh, you know, there's these people that run four minute miles somehow for 26 miles. So that's not what's going down. So I'd be, I would just be like, that'd be crazy because that would be crazy. (laughs) Like, I don't even know, like 20,000 people would have to get diverted into a different route before (laughs) I would have an opportunity to even be thinking about it. But yeah, that's, that's really cool. And you're absolutely right. The, you know, the benefits of being able to pick your time to start and the, my goodness, the, the bathroom thing, I think is the most terrifying experience of the yeah. upfront yes. part of the marathon was just trying to hope that that all works out. Right. So, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. And 
through all of this stuff, I mean, I think I was so excited whenever all this was coming up for you because there's so much just determination and will and you know, I was so happy for you. And my wife kind of jokes, I get so much happier for other people traditionally than like for myself, like she'll be like, we're going on vacation tomorrow. Are you excited? And I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, are you excited? And (laughs) when, but you know, seeing you build up to that week and knowing the milestone and knowing what you were getting set up to do. I mean, and I've had friends that, you know, their marathon weekends, I'm like, I'm not the morning person, but I somehow fly out of bed. Like it's Christmas morning when other people are running. And, um, yeah, I was just so excited for the entire weekend for you. And, um, yeah, I I think that your entire process through the last three years has been so incredible. And I just wanted to give you massive kudos for sticking with a lot of things because I'm sure that there have been a lot of things that come with sobriety that come with running that come with suddenly being like virtual marathon, sign me up. And there's a lot in there. So, I mean, there's immense willpower and strength and that on its own. I mean, immense congrats on all of those things because that's just so much work and it's, it's amazing what human determination and belief and willpower can do. And yeah, I was, I was like cloud nine and, you know, (laughs) I couldn't, I I was kind of bum calf trying to like gimp around my runs that weekend, but I was like, well, I knew you were out there and you were crushing it. And that made me really, really happy. I, that it actually made that day, that weekend for me, like, I wasn't doing my best, but I was really happy that you were able to, you know, put a lot of things that you've worked on up to um, a really good weekend. So that just really kind of filled me with all kinds of happiness to say, to say the least. Thank you so much for those words. That's so kind. And it's, it's so crazy because like, you don't realize the impact you have on other people and just hearing that like makes it all worth it, you know? And if I yeah. could do it, anybody could do it. Because if you had Absolutely. met me three years ago when yeah. I was checking into rehab, <laughs> yeah, you would be like, this is not the same person like you do. It's so, <sighs> I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just, if, if you set your mind to something like you, you can do it. You just have yeah. to believe in yourself. And I don't believe in myself every day, you know? I definitely don't, but For I sure. take it one day at a time. And I go out and I run that day. And then tomorrow I wake up and hopefully I'll run tomorrow, you know? You, right. That's all you can do. Yeah. You don't know what's coming next, you know? A thing that I think might be one of the hardest things in the world, and thankfully I'm trying very hard to learn it, is like self-compassion is honestly, I think one of the hardest things, you know, it's so easy to have a bad run and have a bad day, have a bad moment and decide that that defines your day or your week. And that used to define my day and my week. Um, You know, just the challenges that people face in, in so many different ways, you know, whether it's 
sobriety or addiction or mental health or dozens upon dozens of other things, you know, people that are just born without the ability to do so many things, the ability to just be dedicated and be compassionate with yourself on the hard days is so hard. So, you know, I mean, I'm sure, like you said, you don't always have good days, but one of the hardest things for me just in mental health work was being comfortable and admitting that some days aren't good days. And for, is that something for, for you that being able to at least admit that, you know, I'm not going to have, every day is not going to be a great day. It, was there solace in that for you once you started getting better at channeling that stuff? Um, I try not to, I, I will say I have bad days, but I try to make them more, like you said, like bad moments, you know, yeah. like for not sure. make the whole day bad. And I, I know it's so, it's kind of over, overplayed and cliche, but like, I really try to, and I, people have different views on this too, but I really try to like, remember what I do have, you know, hundred oh, like percent. Yeah. what I'm grateful for. I know some right. people say that, you know, I know a lot of people battling like depression and stuff sometimes don't want to want to hear about like, oh, well, you should be grateful for this and for that. Right. Um, yeah. They just want to sit in their, their moment, which they should, if that's what they want to do. But for me, it, it really helps me to think about like all of the, the good things that I have going on in my life. And like, it's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be obstacles, but I'd rather deal with these obstacles than the obstacles that I was dealing with a for so percent. many years in my life. Yeah. Yeah, A thousand percent. I, you know, a thing that I've tried to do really particular in the last like six months is I've, you know, that's a thing that I, prior to really better understanding mental health and anxiety, depression, all those things, you could absolutely let the, the wheels just fly off. But the strength in being able to compartmentalize and allow a moment to just literally be a moment is really profound. And it, it almost like, it's not a perfect analogy, but it almost feels like you find like mini superhero status when you start to give yourself that kind of levity to be like, I'm allowed to have a bad moment and that's fine. Um, so, you know, I mean, there's, there's even celebration sometimes like I do at the end of my day, usually before I fall asleep, I do like, what are some things that were good about today? And sometimes I have to even be like, this bad thing was a good thing about today because it let me remind myself that I have good things even in the midst of the bad things. So yeah, I mean, we're all doing work in different ways, but um, I, I definitely wanted to be able to hear you break all this stuff down and talk through all these things and be able to say like, you know, like you said, so many people, it's really fascinating to find out what other people like. Sometimes I don't post on my running account for a week and then I come back and people are like, everything you say is so great and we missed you. And I'm like, I didn't think anybody was noticing that I wasn't around and it's easy to convey those things unto yourself. But um, I've been really, really genuinely happy to see you coming up to the three years coming up to the virtual where you are now, all the work you put in. Um, and I'm not going to keep, trust me, I'm not here just to continue billowing smoke right up your, your ass here, but, um, 
just big kudos, big, big, big kudos to everything. Um, I see you for sure. And I'm, I'm happy every time that you set another milestone, knock another thing down. It's a big deal. Thank you. And you know, um, you make a good point too, though, that sometimes I think that maybe I should post some more, you know, vulnerable things showing that like, it's not always rainbows and butterflies, you know, but <laughs> I, All right. I like, I like I the rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> yeah. But I think you do a good job of like yeah. posting it in conjunction with like maybe as part of like facing something challenging. Like, I think it's okay that we all hold space. Like there's enough space to be like sad or disappointed or working through your mental health emotions, but also holding space for gratitude and joy. Like there is a way to do both of those things. And I think you balance that well enough that, you know, like I wouldn't say you needed to change. Anything. I would agree. I think that you definitely convey you. both of that, of those emotions are okay to have. And you're showing how you can choose, like you're making that choice to see it. Yeah. In and a it's definitely way. a choice you have to make. Yeah. And it's a hard day. choice. Absolutely. It can be really hard to choose that, but like letting everyone know, like you can hold space for both, but like make this choice is, this is what will happen as a result of that. So I think you do a great job of that. Thank cool. you so much. It's so and nice I, to like hear the other side. <laughs> and I want to build on that too. Cause I actually think that like, that is, you know, to, I respect the hell out of people that can just vomit the bad day out onto, you know, a place like IG, but I do think that, you know, everyone's got their strength in different ways. And mm -hmm. I think in the ways that you have been, you know, overcoming sobriety, becoming a badass marathon runner and all of these things, I think like Blair said, being able to balance, I'm taking the good and the bad, I think is mm -hmm. just a, like a, you know, a token to the work you've done. Like you're able to have the bad moments, but like come through it with positive reminders and all those things. So, yeah, I mean, we're all building all the time, but I think that everything Blair said is totally like hitting the nail on the head. Like it's a testament to the stuff that you are working on and the progress you have made to be able to be like, yeah, it wasn't great, but I've got the rainbows and sunshine and all that stuff. <laughs> Um, and the unicorn. I love the and rainbows everything. and sunshine. Mm -hmm. For sure. For yeah. sure. Oh. <sighs> well, I'm, I'm really, really happy that we got to sit down and talk to you and talk about this stuff. Um, because it's, it's awesome. Like, I mean, people that BQ and all those things are great, but the, you know, the stories of overcoming stuff and having the gravity to, uh, show up for yourself and push through really, really hard things in different ways too, is my goodness. I mean, totally inspirational. So thanks for, thanks for coming on and, by yourself. Dude, dude, yes. <laughs> yes. So I much. Know. Yes. It's still a really, really big deal. <laughs> a huge deal. It is. Yeah. It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, you were like, you were just stacking you were just stacking good news on top of good news that weekend, like three As years. You should have. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. As you should you know, go big or go home. Even though I like to go home it. a lot, but <laughs> I do. I'm a very, I'm a very big homebody. I'm happy at home. <laughs> Me too. And it's so funny because I never used to be, I always used to be out no, all the time right. partying. Like, yeah. nope. no, I'm no, good. I'm good here now. <laughs> I'm good here. Yeah. 
I've joked with people because there's all these memes now about like one of like, so there's a married couple and one of them's really excited because COVID's starting to wind down. They're like friends and family and events. And then like the other person's like, sure, but I really liked not that. Pajamas yeah. and movies and yeah. slippers. <laughs> not putting oh. makeup on. Oh yeah. Not putting makeup on. Amen to that. <sighs> My face is like rebelling. Like, why? <laughs> what? Where's all this? Why is it back all day? Yes, for so many moments. Why? Just yeah. why? Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on. This was awesome. I was so not nervous, but just like I didn't know what to expect, and I'm so glad I did it, and I feel so much better about it. So thank you guys for the opportunity. Yeah. No, no. we're very glad to have you. So 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 happy to get to talk to you and hear all this stuff, and. I uh, I can't wait to see all the see all the other good I know, stuff. You said What's you had next? personal I things. Don't know. Yeah, right. Hey. Like, is it the summer of speed work? Is it <laughs> vacation summer? <laughs> I'm running a live 5K next weekend. So. Okay, see, that's exciting. Yeah. Have you done? My coach told me days? that I, I I have to not go out too hard though, but we'll see well, what happens. That's that's I stink at that too. <laughs> I will not that. come to you for advice. No, don't come to me. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm going to crush this first quarter mile and then die. in the last one, <laughs> well, it's that, so that's it's exciting that, for me. It's yeah. that whole thing of like, cause I do this too. You try to, you try to get clever and be like, I'm going to figure out the mile splits, even though I'm not a professional racer by any stretch of the imagination, but you're like, okay, if I could do like a whatever an 830 and then an 815 and then an eight and then like really push are you reading my mind <laughs> but but then your brain goes but what if i went out at like 745 and just like tried to hold no. on to the no. your brain tries to find all the justification i get it and then mile three comes and you're like nope bad idea bad idea that's right bad i idea. had seen somewhere that somebody was you you would set it so it would clock every like quarter mile so then you could really see your splits like uh-huh as another way to like look at how to manage your time in a 5k that's yeah well then just... i ran three miles yeah. No, I was going to say, that's just more reminders that you're going too fast no, <laughs> yeah that's the whole point <laughs> But so that you can slow down. <laughs> I ran three miles today and I'm like, how did I run 26 miles two weeks ago? Well, that's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is funny how your body changes so quickly, you know, oh, yeah. it'll come back yeah. so fast. Like it really will. Yeah. I, I got, so right before my first half marathon ever, I got hurt in traditional Sean fashion. <laughs> I did not come into the race. Awesome. And I rehabbed and rehabbed and rehabbed to come back and I was working on it. And I had one of those like, um, moments where like in the Marvel movies where like the hero just became the hero and they emerge out into the world of like, I'm hero. Now I got, <laughs> I got on this treadmill in our house and I hated treadmill miles. And I was like, I've only run like four or five miles. I need to run like 10. I need to know I can do this. And I got on the treadmill and ran a 10 mile run. And like, I remember when I got off the treadmill and I emerged, my wife was on the couch and I literally came out and was like, I'm ready for this. <laughs> like, but you know, your body just <laughs> su suddenly now is the moment it's going to happen. But, um, 
Yeah. So that'll be great. I can't wait to see what you do on that 5k. Hopefully you don't yeah. start like a ball of flames and, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's like, <laughs> that's going to be the thing she's going to be thinking about. She's like, don't go fast. Don't go fast. Don't go fast. <laughs> just finish. Just, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <sighs> Let's just hang in there, find the fast oh. people and then run right by them. <laughs> I don't know how to run around people now anymore. That's true. Yeah. It'll be different. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Just like exciting. lots of like six feet, everybody six feet. <laughs> no, I know. Oh, yeah. well, it's been really great talking to you and thank, thank you, you for coming Likewise. on, sharing everything that you had to share. I'm sure it's been great for me. Yes. It's been awesome. I love listening to your story. For thank sure. you. So much. So, yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And just keep after it. I can't wait to see all the good things to come. And I hope that you don't catch on fire with this 5K. <laughs> or do. But I'll be here for it either way. Or do. I will post about it. Don't worry. Okay. We'll I'm be stalking you <laughs> in the nicest way. <laughs> in the best way possible. That's right. Only in the way that friends.